I had a very strange childhood. I had the worst case any doctor had ever seen. My job is to keep healing. So that is the story. We all have remarkable stories within us. Stories of adversity, challenges, triumphs, and ultimately of healing. This is Your Health, Your Story, the podcast. It's a scary thought, but many of us may be living in homes that are making us sick. If you saw the documentary Moldy with Dave Asprey, you know that it's estimated that more than half the houses in the U.S. have mold problems, and 28% of the population have genes that make them highly susceptible to mold. Well, we're going to be speaking about this important subject with a medical professional that hasn't just treated mold toxicity, but experienced it firsthand. Heather Claybrook is a highly specialized and skilled integrative physician assistant and someone I've personally known as an amazing resource and source of inspiration overcoming her own problems with chronic Lyme disease and mold toxicity before working at her clinic and helping others reclaim their health. She's now back in Texas, a true Texan at heart, and is the clinical director of Simply Midlands, an integrative wellness center. Heather, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. You've told your story before in an early episode. I think we we're almost yeah. up to like episode 100. And you were on the first to tell your story about mm-hmm. Lyme disease and going through mm-hmm. all the perils you had to go through. But a large part of that story was actually mold, wasn't it? Yeah, and absolutely. Could you tell us a little bit of that story and how mold impacted you? So I graduated from PA school in 2014. Um, and took my first job out of PA school at an integrative uh, medicine clinic in Lubbock, Texas. I knew nothing about mold. I knew nothing about Lyme disease. I, I just thought, man, this kind of medicine sounds cool. I'm interested. Let's do it. So I moved to Lubbock and I moved into kind of an old, we'll use the word ghetto, uh, <laughs> town townhouse. And when I moved in, I was cleaning and kind of prepping the kitchen to put all my, you know, plates and whatnot in. And I noticed there was a whole bunch of mold on the inside of one of the kitchen cabinets. Well, being very naive with that kind of thing, I thought, oh, well, no big deal. We're going to throw some bleach on it, patch that up, and then bada bing, bada boom, move right in. No no problem. So I, I really didn't think anything of it. Well, I, I start my job. And I mean, within a couple of days, I, I don't even remember. It was very quickly, I started to have kind of a whole array of symptoms. I uh, started out as just chronic fatigue. I mean, just, I can barely get out of bed in the morning. Why am I so exhausted? And then it turned into a lot of nosebleeds, which I thought was weird because I've never had nosebleeds um, be an issue in my life. And then it turned into just kind of seeing spots and stars and things like that. And um, extreme brain fog, headaches, the whole, the whole bit. So these symptoms are starting to kind of add on. And when you when you take a new job, you don't want to be the girl that goes in and says, hey, I know I'm treating all these patients that are saying they have these symptoms, but I also have fatigue. You know, I'm, I didn't want to be a hypochondriac. So I kept thinking, well, maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just stress. And this is my first job and, you know, allergies and just trying to come up with things. And I was training at the time, um, just kind of learning about this whole world of medicine. But finally, I, I mentioned it to uh, my boss. I said, hey, I've, I've kind of not felt like myself. I haven't felt very good. And he said, well, what's going on? I told him my symptoms. And the first question he asked was, well, when did this start? And I said, you know, I guess when I moved here. Yeah, when I moved, <laughs> when I moved to Lubbock. And his next question was, have you ever seen any mold in your house? And I said, 
yeah, yeah. Right when I moved in, I saw I saw some mold in one of the cabinets, but don't worry, I, I cleaned it up. It's no big deal. And he just kind of shook his head and was like, oh, no. So that was the day that I started to learn about mold and mold illness and so on and so forth. So I ended up doing a urine mycotoxin test and came back positive for a couple of different types of mycotoxins from black mold and then tested my home and the house, even though I couldn't see any more mold anywhere, it was just sky high for, for mold toxins and mold in general. Um, and then, yeah, went on a journey of learning about that and healing. And that was kind of the beginning of the beginning of my whole sick journey, I would say. Yeah. It kind of catapults things. And, and in a way you were, you were fortunate because you saw the mold. You were able to say, oh, Hey, yeah. yeah, because so many don't see it. It's invisible. I learned there's over 300,000 different variations of mold that could get in a house normally behind walls. You're usually mm-hmm. not going mm-hmm. to see it normally invisible. Normally mm-hmm. you don't see the black, even if you were to strip it down sometimes. So it's really hard to detect Absolutely. whether or not you have molds. And again, you said things like chronic fatigue, brain mm-hmm. fog, digestive issues, pain, inflammate, like that's so many things you could say. Anyone yeah. could be like me. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> and yeah. and then you could say, oh man, I, I 50% of houses may have molds. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah I have mold toxicity now, but you mentioned yep. one test, you know, that you took. If someone is saying, hey, how do I know if I have mold number one of my house yeah, and how do I test for it? What would you say? Yes. So you can do a a urine mycotoxin test if you have a practitioner that can order that for you. That's great. But that's not the the end-all test. Really, how you know if you have mold toxicity is, one, you have symptoms, and two, are you in an environment where there's mold Mm. Um, or if you have mold illness? So tests that you can do in your home, one is called the ERMI test, and it is basically looking for mold DNA. Can you spell that? E-R-M-I, ERMI. And then there's another test called the EMMA test, E-M-M-A. And those are both really great. They're not looking at mold spores. Uh, they're not like a, they are looking at mold spores. They're not looking, it's not an air quality test where you're trying to, you know, see how many mold spores you get over, a, you know, X amount of time. And, and that's hard because the, the concentration of mold spores is going to change, you know, throughout the day. So if you do an air quality test, it doesn't, it's, not necessarily going to show you if you have mold or if you do how much and how big of a problem it is. So some of these other tests, the ERMI, EMMA, those are good ones where it's you pick up dust particles in your home and it will look and see, you know, how do you have any mold DNA and if so, how much and how big of an issue is this in your home? So those are tests that you can do. Another cool test that I don't know if many people do anymore. I don't hear about a lot of practitioners doing it, but it's actually a test you can do at home on yourself. And I did it uh, back in the day, but it's called the VCS test, the visual contrast sensitivity test. Um, It was, I think it was created by Dr. Shoemaker. He's kind of one of the gurus in the world of sick building syndrome, mold issues, so on and so forth. But it's a test that you can do on your computer at home. Um, It's not the most accurate or the most sensitive by any means, but I think it's a great way to just kind of get an overall picture. I sometimes will have friends do it if they're telling me, you know, they have certain symptoms. I'm like, well, why don't you do this and see what it shows you? But it basically looks to see if you can, if you can see detail at low contrast. And with that, it it assesses your neurologic function. And there's a lot of things that can cause issues with that, whether it be drugs, toxins, alcohol, 
things like that, but also biotoxins and biotoxins that come from mold or Lyme disease or whatever it may be. So it, it, this test will look and tell you, hey, you, you probably have some type of biotoxin in your body, or you probably have um, some type of nutritional deficiency. Any patient I've ever treated that has had mold fails that test. Hmm. Absolutely. It's like with flying colors. So it's great because you can do it at home and you can do it. And then as you are healing from mold or healing from Lyme, you can repeat it and see, okay, have I improved at all? So I think that test is great and something easy that you can do at your home right now. But otherwise, you can order an ERMI test and we can link that here um, or an Emma test yourself and do that. The urine mycotoxin test, you're going to have to have a practitioner order that. But those are ways that you can even see, is this, is mold even an issue for me? And those are kind of the, that's the, is mold an issue for me starter pack, I would say. Okay. So you got the ERMI, you got the Emma, you got mm-hmm. the VCS, all these mm-hmm. letters and things that, yes. and, and they're all positive. You got yes. molds. What you are your next mold. steps? What do you do? You don't freak out, panic and like burn the house <laughs> down, right? <laughs> no, no, you could do that. <laughs> it would cause other issues though. So the the biggest thing is you've got to get yourself out of that environment um, or you have to improve the health of your environment. So you, you know, you figure out you have mold, you figure out, okay, it's in my home. Now what do I do? Well, you're gonna to have to get that home remediated. In my case, when I was in Lubbock, I was in a, a rental. So I just said, Hey, this house has mold. Here's my doctor's note. I can't live in here anymore. I don't know what y'all are going to do, but good luck. Um, Where my parents had mold in one of their other houses. And I had to kind of walk through the steps with them as, you know, for remediation. So the first thing is you got to remediate the situation, either get out of wherever you're living or fix the problem. So you're going to want to find a good mold remediation company. And a lot of that is word of mouth, figuring out who's who's good, who has a good reputation, but you can also look for companies that use, you know, ozone um, to clean the area that can detect moisture in the walls. Um, That's what my parents had. They had someone come and they found all sorts of moisture in the wall and they tore all those walls down. And sure enough, there's mold everywhere. So that, and then, you know, those that use HEPA filters, vacuums that have HEPA filters, things like that, but you're going to want to remediate the situation because you can treat mold all day long and take binders and support your immune system and your, you know, your lymphatic system, your detox organs, all those things. But if you're still breathing in mycotoxins every single day, then, you know, good luck ever feeling better. So step one, remediate. And then step two, there's kind of two parts to getting better from mold other than remediating. There is taking a good binder. So that could be chlorella, zeolite, charcoal, fulvic and humic acid, any of those. And then the other part is supporting your detoxification. So supporting your lymphatic system, your gastrointestinal system, your liver, your kidneys, all of those things, because you want to bind the toxins and then help your body get rid of them um, while being outside of the environment. So you can do the research and do that on your own, possibly, or you can find you know an integrative practitioner that that knows a lot about mold and mold illness and is uh, well equipped to treat it, which would, which would be what I would recommend. Find somebody that can help you because treating yourself is hard. Always more difficult when you're trying to do it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about medical treatment. What was your treatment like for molds? And you could say beyond even the doors here at NYCIM, what was your treatment Mm -hmm. like? And then what did you see in the patterns of patients who were treated Mm -hmm. for molds? 
Um, well, first off, mold patients, and I can say this because I was a mold patient, are they are a little crazy uh, because it does it messes with your hormones, it messes with your brain, and you are emotional, and then you find out that you've got to remediate your whole house and maybe get rid of all your clothes and your couch and all of the things. So um, I have found that mold patients, myself included, are a little crazy, but that's okay. We love them anyway. As far as my treatment goes, when I was in Lubbock, I obviously got out of the environment and then took, I actually took cholestyramine, which is a cholesterol medication that Dr. Shoemaker originally used to help bind mold toxins. Anyway, I took that and, and other things and took supplements and whatnot to support my liver, you know, intest- uh, gastrointestinal system, kidneys, that whole bit. And, and I got a little bit better, but I then realized I had Lyme disease after that, which is a, another topic. When I went to, to the New York Center for Innovative Medicine, obviously they treated me, you guys treated me as a whole. And what I like, what I liked about going there for treatment is that you guys, with everything, personalized treatment. So there are so many binders that you can take, but which one is the best for you? And there are so many things you can take to support your lymphatic system or your liver, but which which is the best for you? So I kind of got my personalized treatment program and took that and took me a little while, but eventually felt good. And as far as treating patients, I think it can be hard because there there is a group of patients that they are more susceptible to being sick from mold. If you took my dad and me and you put us in a, in a moldy home, he would probably not feel good for a little bit, but the second he moved out, he'd be fine. Whereas if I was in that environment, I would move out and then still feel poorly. And a lot of that just has to do with your genetic makeup. Some people have certain genes that basically set them up to where they cannot properly detox mycotoxins and other biotoxins. They have a harder time. So that group of patients is harder to treat and they're more sensitive and it just takes a longer period of time, I would say, but it can still be done. So oh, for sure. Any therapies that you noticed were just popping up in the personalization the time and time again for patients beyond supplementation, just kind of detox mm-hmm. IVs? Probably ozone therapy, major autohemotherapy, just doing any type of oxidative therapy to increase oxygen in the body. That was um, extremely helpful. Sometimes in patients doing various nebulized treatments, nebulized glutathione, nebulized hydrogen peroxide, that also helps if, if lungs are a big issue for that patient, if they've come out of a moldy environment, that's helpful. I would say those are the some of the main ones that I've seen be beneficial. Yeah, those oxidative and uh, therapies that really go after you know all pathogens within the exactly. blood and, and kind of disable them and those are always and, good ones, UVBI, all that, yeah. Right. And not only after bugs, but also can break down toxins so that your body right. can more easily get rid of it, ozone in particular. Absolutely. So. You know, finally, I wanted to, you know, give the audience some tips on how to try and prevent, because I know a lot of people are yes. saying, hey, it's one thing for treatment, but, you know, I don't want it in my house, obviously. And we, we yeah. were just talking before this prevention yeah. is the best course of action, not always. waiting till you're sick and then coming to us preventing yes. it. So uh-huh. what, what would be some of your tips for people listening on preventing mold from occurring in the first place? Well, before you move in anywhere, before I buy a house, rent a house, rent an apartment, anything like that, I will go in and I'm that weirdo that's like, can I see the house and just kind of swipe some dust here and there and, and test to see, okay, is this, is this home, is mold an issue in this home? And 
you know, making sure that you don't have any, if you, if you do get a leak or something like that, dealing with it appropriately early on. And even if it costs a bunch of money to where it's not going to be an issue later on. So those things in prevention, testing the home, testing your house, leaks and whatnot, dealing with that. But something that's really easy is if you're worried or you're not real sure, and you're in the midst of testing, get a good air purifier. We can list a couple that are good. I like Austin Air is good. Um, the Air Doctor, I actually have a couple of those in my home. Um, but that's a great way to just clean up your air, at least, you know, to an extent. And even if you are living in a moldy environment and you're in the midst of remediating it, you can put that in your home and improve the air quality and improve your health in the meantime. But that that would be the best. And then obviously, you know, living a, a healthy lifestyle and keeping a healthy terrain terrain being your, you know, your organs and that extracellular environment within your body. So a healthy diet, vitamin D, simple things like that, just optimizing your health as much as you can and good air and testing things before you move in and commit. That would be, those would be my biggest suggestion. Good tips. Um, I actually asked my father about this before I jumped on. So I got an answer too. So I'm going to share that very much like yours, but you know, it's always nice to to get his input since I don't think he'll ever be on this podcast or any podcast. I would love to have him on this podcast. Someday. He's like, he's inching towards it. Too busy, always doing things, patients first sort of thing. Doesn't like, uh, yeah, doing anything that's, that's in the public eye. But anyway, I'll share this uh, from him. He said, dehumidifier for sure, avoid collecting any moisture by means of AC and good ventilation. He did say Mm -hmm. open windows if the weather permits for at least one hour a day. I do agree because too many people have completely sealed their homes, which is great for not, you know, spending as much on heating or cooling. But it's terrible when you have a few sporges circling and, you know, always in the same area. Sunshine and UV light filters are great Mm -hmm. purification. When you do have AC with the dock system, it's smart to always clean that, but prepare also a spray of peppermint oil, and you could spray that into the ducts occasionally, and mm-hmm. that could help you set. And of course, if you ever have any leaks or you know uh, roof damage or anything, you want to make sure you remediate that area. But he also said, if you can't do it right away, ozonated water, spraying a little bit of that on the area mm-hmm. could help. Mm-hmm. So that, that was really it. It's really, again, he said humidity and poor ventilation are, you know, your yeah. biggest sources so of trouble. I live in one of the driest places in America. So, you know, <laughs> humidity is not an issue for me, yeah. but yes, I forget that in other places you need a dehumidifier, but absolutely. Yeah. Florida is a little bit different. It's a little yes. swampy at times, a little humid a at times. And yeah. uh, everyone I know has dealt with mold in Florida, literally yeah. everyone. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean you'll always get sick, but how you deal with it is important. Absolutely. Heather, where can people learn more about you, Simply Midland? We have a website. Um, so Simply Midland is is new. Um, we are just getting up and rolling and don't have a brick and mortar quite yet. Everything is kind of remote. Uh, but we have a website, simplymidland.com, or you can follow us on Instagram. And we've put out information on things that we believe in and like, whether that be supplements or recipes or daily healthy lifestyle tips, whatever it may be, you can follow us and join in on our journey. And we'll roll things out as we get, you know, new therapies and treatments and and whatnot in our clinic. Awesome. Thank you so much, Heather. Yeah, as always, it's fun. Hey, listen, you heard it from Heather first. You got to be proactive with your health. I mean, sure, you want to be aware of mold issues, but take those actionable steps that she outlined here today and really ensure your environment and body are the healthiest possible. 
Until next time, keep writing your own healing story.